You're listening to the program Youth Assembly on Click Niger Internet Radio, a conversation amongst young people about trending, topical, and political issues that concern the youth. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch us live on Click Niger. Hello and welcome to Click Niger's Youth Assembly. It is good to be here again this new week. My name is Sylvia Ishebe. Welcome on board. And yes, the actor beside me is none other but Charles Etubiebi, actor and artistic director. Welcome, Charles. Thank you very much. Thank All right. Much. So um, what are you hopeful for this month? Um, more open doors. Hmm. Uh, more answers to all the efforts we've been putting out so far. <laughs> I'm telling you, hopefully the a dots connect. Work. A lot of hard work. Hopefully the dots connect, <laughs> and then we get to see some successes. Oh time. yes, and one of the places um, that we want to see success is the entertainment industry or Nigeria's yes. entertainment industry. Yes. Connecting yes. the dots and more young people, vibrant young people, getting jobs yes. and doing what they love doing. Yes. Okay, so we'll look at how we can do that. Yes, with the ideas he's going to give us here on the show and you also contributing to this show as we look at um, how can more jobs be created in Nigeria's entertainment industry. Okay, so with the recognition Nigeria is getting globally uh, with the Grammy Awards by won by uh, Whiskey and Burna Boy. Boy. Yeah, the noise has not reduced <laughs> since it that time. It should not reduce. <laughs> It, it should not reduce, it should continue. <laughs> why, why do they make all of those headlines? Oh, he got 10 million, he got a land, he got this. I, I was, I'll be like, oh, he deserves it. What a boy deserves it because he's a Grammy Award They've winner. They put in the work. A lot work. of work. They mm-hmm. have put in the work. You, you have no idea the amount of work artists, creators put into their art, into their craft. You mm-hmm. have, it's, it's humongous and you can just only hope that I mean, the recognition is one thing, but, you know, having to do that and also having to be paid for what you're passionate about is an entire thing. And I think it's a blessing. Mm. I consider it a blessing to be paid for what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so. yes. But what we see it on, on Nollywood movies, like, we think that it's so easy to act. But you tell us all about it. I will tell you all okay. about that. <laughs> all right, so the entertainment industry through the works of Nollywood is one of the key drivers in Nigeria's economic growth. Uh, contributing about 1% to Nigeria's GDP annually. So how can the industry help create um, jobs for youths in Nigeria? That is one question we intend to ask as we look at how vibrant Nigeria's entertainment industry has been and the vital sector to the economy. Now, it has been said that it's the second highest employer of labor in the country outside the civil service. Yes. <laughs> okay. And also, um, Nollywood is said to be a major player in the entertainment sector and globally recognized as the second largest film producing or producer in the world. Yes. Hmm. Output quantity. I mean, oh, okay. There is a difference between output and. There's a difference between, you know, quality, quality and, and quantity and output. So but, we are the second largest output. All right. So output. we'll see how we can turn that into. Um, employment, like yes. people getting more employed. Okay, so as the un- unemployment rate rose um, uh, last year, last last month, I think, to 33.3%. So we'll be looking at areas, sectors in Nigeria where youths can be employed, you know, and then we'll see um, the numbers reduce. Yes. Uh, we talked about technology, the tech, um, the tech sector, sector. agric sector, now entertainment. How come with Nollywood being the largest producer of movies, in the the second largest in the world, there's still, there's still um, a lot of unemployment going on in Nigeria, especially amongst the youths. 
I think um, one thing that contributes to that is, um, I think knowledge is power, first of all. If you know, every, every man's ignorance is the, every, every man's mountain is what he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So I think people need to start exploring other opportunities more. I mean, for Nollywood, it's not just acting or directing and producing. You have the makeup department, there's mm-hmm. the lighting department, you have the um, welfare department too, people who make food for, for the productions. Mm-hmm. You have um, the costume department. There, as, there are so many things you can do on a set. There are so many things you can do. And I think one thing you need to do is, first of all, read up on them, train if you can, find mm-hmm. training for those things. There are, stock, there are a couple of film schools around now, both independent and also, um, I think, um, there's, the, there's the National Film Institute as well. You could read up on those things. And besides, you have the internet now. You have YouTube. There, 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 there's a whole universe of, of information that you can get and train yourself with. And when you are, when you are, um, when you're armed with that knowledge, you can now begin to create value mm. and get paid for that. Because I think we need to understand that we have this mentality of, I want to make money. Yeah. I want to blow. Well, yeah. Um, who doesn't want to blow? Okay. You want to blow. Okay. <laughs> Those guess. two things are a misconception. First of all, yes. you don't make money. None of us make money. The only people who make money work in a mint. Mm. They print money. Mm-hmm. They're not to make money. The rest of us have to earn it. Earn. And you earn money by creating value. So the question is, what value do you bring to the table? It's that value that people will exchange. It's, it's, it's that value you bring that you exchange for monetary returns. So that's the question. So we need to understand that whatever we do, there's a there's a monetary side to it, but we have to create value. And that's where I think I, I think fundamentally that's where the question should start from. Mm-hmm. And secondly, the whole thing. So how can we create value? Create value. You need to you need to find a need. Well, what do people want? For example. People will always eat. Mm-hmm. People will always cut their hair. Mm-hmm. People will always make new clothes. People will always get married. People always drink water. Right there is like, I mean, that's like that's that that's like maybe ten different opportunities. Eating, you could go into restaurants, you could go into agriculture, you go into food supply, you could go into food delivery. When you talk about people always cutting their hair, you could go into, of course, mm-hmm. hair making mm-hmm. or or um or, or, or becoming a barber, people making clothes, you become a fashion designer, you can become a stylist, you can become a tailor, you can become you, you can sell fabric. But online. in the entertainment industry right now, all these all this is industry needed because you need a production, you need um for the for the makeup department, you need makeup. You also need hair under the makeup department. Mm. So the actors who need to cut their hair, the ladies who need to have their hair done, mm-hmm. before every scene, there are people who go and check these things and make sure that these people look picture perfect. And then they run off the screen and then they say action. Because you only see the screen, but behind the screen, there are maybe like 20, 18 people standing behind the camera, all having jobs to do. So that's something, if you have a skill for that, as maybe let's say a hairstylist, there's a, there's a job for you. If you have, the, when you move to the, um, to the wardrobe department, clothes making, the actors have to dress in a particular way, mm-hmm. different characters, and then you have to understand, to, you have to make charts for them, for the different characters. That's an entirely different job on its own. There are assistants in those departments. There are those who um, those who make clothes, those who style in those departments. When you talk about food, now talking about welfare, every day on set for standard productions, you should have at least one meal a day provided for the actors and the crew, mm-hmm. the entire production team. Now, say you're providing food for a production team of, let's say, 30 people, and each one of them, let's say you peg that at 500 per person. 
I don't know maths very well. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <I'm really doctor. laughs> but I mean, do that calculation mm-hmm. for one day mm-hmm. and then multiply that for a production that's going to last for a week or two weeks. You see how much you're mm-hmm. making already mm-hmm. just by making food. Then also to water, supplying of water, making of water, those things are also viable there as well. So all these things are departments in the film world that people can learn, become trained in, and then offer those services. And then also, too, you must always remember that value is created, but you should also remember that you should be innovative. You must always change okay. with the times. As things are changing, you should beat yourself. I have a friend called um, Kafari. I can't remember his, his surname now, okay. but he's a sound he's a, he's a sound engineer. And recently, there's this, there's this problem we have on set where you're listening to where we're recording and then there are outside noises, interferences, like from outside. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, there's a church mm-hmm. close by or a mm-hmm. mosque, and, and those sounds are coming in. Mm-hmm. There's a device he got, and then he what he does is he plugs it to the actor, and then that just takes care of it. It eliminates the sound around and gets just the actor's voice. That mm-hmm. sound alone. Now, he was one of the first people. I was on a set with him in June last year and he was one of the first people and as soon as he brought it and put it up and said i had brought this, this is what it was do i was there when some of the top sound engineers in nigeria were calling him to say oh what is this no. oh really where can i get this and he gave them the information and they went online and so by by him being innovative enough to open that channel for himself he has also opened it for others but he's become innovative the next person to do something other than that mm-hmm. to bring something higher than that now would now also introduce their information to the all of to all of them and thereby has and and, and and by so doing has improved, has become innovative, has changed the game at that point in time. That's the value I'm talking about. Okay. Okay, but you, you know, you, you've mentioned a lot of things people can do in yes. the film industry. But some people will argue that um some of these film producers or yes, they have their own vendors already. Yes. people they know and that they can trust with the world but how can an ordinary um, nigerian youth who knows how to do makeup who knows how to cook who knows how to even supply whatever it is you need at the production um uh, scene so what what do they what do they have to do to get themselves engaged like that um i think i think currently in this day and age it's good that we have social media of course social media is nebulous it's what you do with it that really matters mm-hmm. so um, it's 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 um, you can put yourself out there on social media, Instagram, Facebook. You can create a business brand and put it out there, and you will get people personalizing you. And of course, remember that because people are doing productions with a particular person doesn't mean that they're not trying to save cost. Yes. So if you can do something cheaper for me, yeah, I will try you. Mm-hmm. And after I have tried you and seen that you will deliver, over time I can increase my cost of production because now. I have built my brand up as because i worked with you somebody else can contract me somebody else can contract me and i need to now start employing i've thereby created employment not just for myself but for also a couple of other people that's social media you can use that to reach out yeah. also to you can reach out to your peers who are looking for the same thing for example you are a young let's say young makeup artist starting mm-hmm. out there are young filmmakers starting out who don't have the clout or the money True. that other people have search these people out collaborate with these people okay so you are doing this film let's say on the production that they were supposed to let's say production budget are supposed to be let's say 10 million and this person has 1 million which meant that let's say 10 percent of that was supposed to go to you was supposed to be maybe a hundred thousand but you tell them it's okay i'll do this for you yes it's an investment 
Mm. It's seed. You are sowing a seed. It's an investment. You can say, since you're starting out, I'm starting out. Let's do this together. Look for people who are as hungry as you are and start something. And you find out that once you start and people begin to recognize you, your value begins to go up. You start out at that, maybe 10. I, I remember, let, let me give an example. So I remember when I did a job the first time, one of the first stage plays I did, um, it's called um, 54 Silhouettes by mm-hmm. this writer, Africa Uko. Mm-hmm. And he, I was in Lagos and he called me out of the way and said, there's this production in Joss we need to do. And I said, okay, how much are you paying me? And I'll tell you the figure then. He said 10,000. I said, um, <laughs> how do I get from Lagos to Joss? And he was like, oh yeah, we can take care of your transportation, but that's what we're paying. And we're doing two shows, one in Joss in Alliance Frances and one in, this was 20, end of 2013, mm-hmm. in Alliance Frances and Joss and one here in Abuja, two productions. And then, you know, he provided feeding and all of those things and I had accommodation and all of that. But we did the production. That was 2013. Fast forward, maybe 2018. I was going for a festival. Like I said, the artistic director for my theater company, Theater Industry International. Yeah. There was a festival we were, were affiliated with um, the International Theater Institute, which is the performance arm of UNESCO. Mm-hmm. And there was a festival we were invited for from Brazil. And I thought to myself, this play that this person had done had five characters, but mm-hmm. it's possible to make it into a one-man play where an actor will play all five characters, which means you're on stage for one hour. Yeah. It's immense work artistically mm-hmm. as an actor, even for a director to, to direct that. But I told myself I was going to challenge myself to do this. So I spoke to the writer. I said, could you write this into a one-man play, change the writing to make it a one-man into a narration? Yes. And he did that. It was one of the till today, the hardest thing I've done in my life, because I was working at the time full-time on a TV show with African Magic mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. but then I would wake up by 4 o'clock, read the script till like 5.30, get ready by 6, out of my, it's Lagos traffic, get out of my house, get to set by 8, work from 8 to maybe 5 or 6, come back home, still give one hour. I did that consecutively for two months before I traveled out to do that production, but yeah. then that was work. Now, that production has, we've performed it in Brazil, we've performed it at the Lagos Theatre Festival. Recently, last year, we performed it in New York and got the award for Best International Show of Broadway. Oh. Now, this is a show that I got That's paid 10000 10, in 2013. Okay. So, so over this, the years. Yes, so what I'm saying is invest in this, look for people who are hungry like you. Mm-hmm. And also, too, let me, let me also mention Africa Uko today is one of the most sought-after writers in Nollywood now. He, he takes his time. He has grown in his craft. He has mm-hmm. also grown in his fees because he's creating value as well. So look for people who are hungry like you. When I say hungry, I don't mean like food. I mean people who are hungry to Passionate grow, about. Passionate. Yes. And well, then connect to these people. And then that's another avenue for you to now start building yourself up. Let's not think about money, money, money. My father told me that at the very young. He said, mm-hmm. don't, at this stage of your career, don't think about money. Even at this particular stage, because your value is not attachment. No matter how much they pay you, it's not your value. It's not your worth. Mm-hmm. Right now, concentrate on building your craft. So that's what I, my advice is so, on use social media and yes, to use social media. look for people and collaborate mm-hmm. around you. Now, now that is the era of social media, we've seen a lot of people coming up. We've watched this uh, um, videos, skits, yes. and all. And you say we have a lot of talents in Nigeria, young talents. Yes. Like everybody can be a comedian. Even yes. me, I can be. I can decide. I mean, to it's be. something you sit in the house and create and then record. And you have a phone. You yes. can just sit and put your phone there, record. And from there, you move. There are these boys, you call the boys. Mm-hmm. Do you remember them? Yes. Who Look at what were they doing do, those skits, and then items. they went to do this film from Netflix called The Extraction. Mm-hmm. And of course, the producers of this film saw it and said, you know what? 
with the little you people have, we've seen your effort, and they sent them equipment. And this is just something they were doing at the back of their houses. With household items. Household items. No, barrow. This, we they don't know what we're talking about. But how did they do that? <laughs> Consistently. Yes. They were, they've been doing this thing for maybe two years before this happened. Mm-hmm. So imagine they had done it for one year and said, no, I'm not even doing this anymore. Bigger, bigger, bigger. What are we even doing? But they were doing it consistently. So apart, with apart what from, they had. Yes, true. Apart from consistency, what other talent or um, innate ability can um, a young person have to be able to go into the entertainment industry? I think I think I think one of the things you need to do I think one of the things you need to do is to research. Okay, research. for example, if you like to draw uh-huh. at a at a young age, advanced countries have this program where the educational system is, is still in a way to discover a child's talent at a young age and then tailor the education towards that line. So what you do is at a young age you see a child who's who's more who's more predisposed to music or who's more predisposed to mathematics or drawing or something. You begin to notice those talents and you begin to guide the child towards that because what they like doing, what you like doing, you do it easily and effortlessly. Yeah, true. So if you like drawing and I maybe start teaching you technical drawing. It's still the same drawing, but I'm now putting it in structure. So research mm-hmm. what it is that you love doing, mm-hmm. and then find out where it is that you want to go with that. Even as a young child, now I that knew was, I was that's going a to be an actor for a lot of people. That yes. is, you, you found out you wanted to be an actor, but some people can't even define it. They have so many their talents is, is everywhere. They need somebody Keep to trying. help them, um, you know, um, channel it into guide it into Which the right. Which is where the role of the parents come in now. Not everybody can be a doctor, lawyer, or an engineer. Sometimes when you tell your parents you want to be an actor, they say, ah, <laughs> you will be a doctor. Do you know what my father told me? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're supposed to be a doctor, medical doctor. No, my father wanted me to read law. Uh-huh. But I told him, I said I wanted to study theater arts. And he said, oh, but you argue well. You have good arguments. You know how to, mm. you know, you are, my, as, as young as 12 years old, my father would have conversations with his friends and bring me into the conversation. So he said, you, you could make, and I had, I had the grades. Passed my my wife well second time I wrote it twice second time I also uh, wrote my German I had the good grades mm-hmm. to go into I I I could have chosen I could have chosen law and I would have studied it but I decided to do that and he felt okay if this is what you want to do I will support you in this finish school finish NYC had one year where I did not work at all mm-hmm. as an actor and he I was traveling over the place auditioning in Jos auditioning in Abuja back to Lagos and he said. Okay. A rolling stone gathers no moss. Mm. You need to settle down. Go and apply for the civil service. Delta it was important at the time. It took me two weeks to put in that application. Around the same time, one of our contacts from Sudan, who we had gone, we had done a performance in Sudan at that time and come back, was doing a production on was doing he was, he was creating a project around conflict resolution, theater and conflict resolution. And my director called me and said, Charles, can you do a proposal on this and create a project around it? I said, sure. It took me three days. Hmm. I read up on conflict resolution, read up on, on, um, on yeah. um, theater, um, um, Agiprop theater, read up on um, applied theater, and then I just put it together. Three days. It took me two weeks to go to put that application in for civil service. Not two weeks to, 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 to do the process, mm-hmm. but to lift myself from my house to go to the cafe. And it took 10 minutes to fill. But it took me two weeks to mentally push myself to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was around that time that I said, I said, you know what? This is what I meant to do. I will continue pushing mm-hmm. until this breaks. 
and I kept on doing that. And I think that that's, it's very strong for parents to understand that when your child wants to do something and you see they are gifted in it, encourage them, support them, because there is no support you receive from outside that is as valid or as or as encouraging as that from your own home. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. You know what they say, charity begins at home. You can interpret it into so many uh, fields. But yes, you can be a part of the discussion if you are just tuning in or joining us. Uh, those of you who have joined us via our website, www.clicknigeria.net. Thank you for joining us and listening in. Uh, we have Charles Yes, to be baby, who is an <laughs> actor and artistic director. I know a lot of your fans will be watching and listening, and so they feel free to ask salary. questions. <laughs> you see, they pay my salary. Yes, without them, you are not. <laughs> you're not the actor. <laughs> okay, so um, sending your comments if you have any, or what ideas do you have uh, of how jobs, more jobs can be created in Nigeria's entertainment industry? We would love to take your comments at this point. But what is the role of the government in helping the entertainment industry? Um, over the past uh, um, few years, we've seen past administrations come and mm. go, um, trying their best to contribute to the growth of the industry. We saw the last president, former president, good luck, Jonathan, contributing about $200 million um, dollars to the entertainment industry to help mm. them you know, gain more, more value and all. Mm. But, how far so far do you think that is enough or what can they do differently to help um, this sector create more jobs for young people? I think they need to go far back to the educational system. Hmm. We need to revamp the Nigerian educational system. So it's not system. just putting money. It's right? not just putting money. You can't put money in a leaking, you can't put it in a leaking basket. Because the level of it, I mean, our, 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 our education now is especially what's taught in the, in, in the universities nowadays, in the, in the federal universities and state universities, it's, I dare say, obsolete. Because it's more of a, it's more of a system where you, you cram and then you regurgitate. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, we have the internet, we have more technologies, we have new innovations, we can learn at on, we can learn on our own, we can stay at home and say, I'm going to become this. There are so many self there's a guy called Asof, He's a Nigerian director. He's a self-taught taught, um, um, cinematographer and editor. Mm -hmm. And he shot his own films. Mm -hmm. He's won an AMVCA. But he taught himself because he settled down. I met a guy here in Abuja a couple of days ago who taught himself French. Mm -hmm. You can literally learn anything. True. The educational system needs to revamp in a way that we have more access to information. We're more exposed. It, 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 it should now concentrate more on on creating um, an avenue where people learn, are able to learn. I learned in my 400 level when I was in school that education is not meant to create a person who has learned a thing. So you say, I am a lawyer, mm -hmm. I am a doctor, mm -hmm. I am an actor. Mm -hmm. No, it is to create a thinking individual mm -hmm. that constantly thinks and reinvents himself. So for example, you're an actor and you get to a situation in real life where there is a situation where you have to fix. Let's say, for example, you are running a production and then there's a problem with your, um, I don't know, let's say your, your lighting equipment. What do you do? It's a, it's, it's a scene that is shot indoors. You can take the scene outdoors. You can call your scriptwriter who is there and then rewrite that script to that. Or you can improvise with different things or your shot. If you have a cinematographer who has read up, he, there are so many things you can do at that point. It's creating that individual that can think on the go. That's what education should do. Not to say, oh, you're a lawyer, and so therefore address me as a lawyer. Titles. We need to move away from titles. 
doctor, professor, mm. um, um, esquire, yes, barrister. We love titles, but <laughs> take away the title. What are you? Okay. What value do you really bring to society? So I think one thing they need to do is to change the educational system. Also, they need to invest heavily in skill acquisition. Mm. But we have um, already so many skill acquisition acquisition programs going on. I really not seen any. I really don't know of. There might be, but I really don't know of any government-funded um, 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 initiative that helps filmmakers, mm -hmm. that helps to start teaching filmmaking to the younger generation, to people who are still in secondary schools, in the university. Of course, my department has been changed to from theatre to the University of Jos, from theatre and communication art to theatre and film arts. Mm -hmm. So they are now affiliated with um, the National Film Institute in Jos. That's 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 I'm 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 looking for I'm I'm hoping government will invest more in things like that. Start to teach film from a younger so that so that students can realize that it's not just in front of the camera and being an actor. There's a there's a universe behind the camera. There's so much you can do. So many makeup artists, so many people are getting awards for what they do best. Yeah. So I think that government needs to invest and take it lower. Start with the secondary school. And then start bringing it up to the university and creating different skill acquisitions. So we can have them learning makeup while they're in secondary school, have them learning filmmaking, editing, um, costume designing, mm -hmm. just different things. There's you know? home economics. Home economics, yes, but that's to cook food. <laughs> no, no, that's food and nutrition. That's food and nutrition. Food and nutrition, yes. <laughs> well, how do, oh, we had we had those things, but I don't know about now. That was those days when, yes. I, was, when I went to school. But I think uh, government yes. needs to start investing in that. When I say skill acquisition, that's what I mean, like mm -hmm. at that tender mm -hmm. age. Because nowadays, when you finish school, they tell you they want five years experience. And you are just finishing school when two years ago. When, when What time do you have to serve and then work again? You have just one year experience from your youth service. You know? So if you can create skill acquisition as a course in school, as a course in school, mm -hmm. and people are studying that as one course as long as, as, as well as they're doing that, and they are working, they're also earning work experiences. So by the time they finish school, they already have four years work experience, five years work experience with youth service, and they can prove to say, okay, this was what I did, this was what I had, this was the earnings I have. And you find out that if you create people like that, they might not even want to go into the, they might not even want to go into the employment sector. They just want to create job yeah, opportunities yeah. for themselves because they're already working and earning money, they're already creating value mm -hmm. and getting the monetary returns for that already. So it's the mindset that needs to change. Skill acquisition, education. Mm. All right, so with the Grammy win, yes, Bonner Boy, Whiskey, if you're a fan, <laughs> how do you feel? You know, <sighs> we've been talking about this, okay. Even they, they receive a lot of congratulatory uh, messages from the president, vice presidents, governors, and the likes, and it's still coming in up to today. So, how can they um, tap into that, into this award, the global recognition that Nigerian music is getting, even film? and get youths involved more, and then jobs are, are, are created. People respond to success. People are, people are, people are drawn So we to have success. to wait for them to win a Grammy. Now they've won a Grammy. Yes. Now, so now people are paying attention to them. Mm -hmm. People don't know this, but there was a film recently, a Nigerian film, a short Nigerian film that won the Grand Jury Prize at um, the Sundance, mm. Sundance Film, film Festival. Mm -hmm. And it won the grandeur. It has never happened before. Hmm. It just happened this year. That same film has been nominated for the BAFTAs. 
we'll hear about it in April, whether it has won or not. Mm. That's usually the channel to the Oscars. Sundance, BAFTA, we go on to festival, and then nomination. It, 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 it has made enough rounds to be nominated. And recently, the Oscars has started picking up Nigerian films to put in categories and then screening them, and then none has really... True. But remember Lionheart? Lionheart was disqualified for some technicalities. Yes. This, we began with... So, so now that government is listening and seeing the success, mm -hmm. it's time to start channeling resources because if you channel resources and invest, you're investing in people who are creating value and value equates monetary. When True. you give value, you get monetary. So government needs to find a way to tap into this and then invest. What will make an artist sing better? South Africa won an Oscar. How did they do it? They got together and said, we're going to have a five-year plan and we're going to get to winning an Oscar. And they created a roadmap. It was a collaborative effort of the South African film, it was the South African film, film um, 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 community. Mm -hmm. So we need to do that. Government needs to be involved. We need to collaborate with them and we need to start creating roadmaps to where we want to go. Yes, Bernard Boy has done this. He was able to push himself. Of course, you can't tell me that he didn't have his ups and his downs. Of course he did. He did. Like everybody else, before your success story, you have... Yes, you must also have that determination. Always... It's like yes. um, this thing, it's like this, um, the Chinese bamboo. It's a seed where you, you plant and for five years, Nothing you don't happens. see anything. <laughs> yes. You must water it every day. You must plant it. You must, you must, you must attend to it. But in the fifth year, a Chinese bamboo is known to grow at least three feet in one day and in a month, 90 feet. Mm. But because it already has its root system, he took his time to develop himself. Okay. There were times when he, where he was, wasn't it? But he kept on pushing, kept on pushing. And this is where he used to be because of determination. If he had it easier because of some funding from government or because of some, um, or because the industry was supporting his own, which it does nowadays, you see that people are beginning to succeed. So I think um, for government here, yeah, they need to find avenues to start investing because we're now making rounds globally. It's time for the government to get involved and also help to push these talents further. Mm. So um, Bonaboy revealed that his team is made of more. Is it 90% female? More female than male. So when I heard that, I was like, Bona, he's doing something a lot of people need to key into. Yes. And do. So if the men, we've, we've heard just that is the men, men like you that grow and um, prosper in the entertainment industry. Women don't really get the recognition that they deserve. So how can people, artists like this, and, um, or sh stakeholders in the industry, um, you, use... Um, um, their power or position to get more females into involved, involved into the industry. I believe um, there's this thing going. Um, people believe that feminism is supposed to be this anti-man. No, no, because no. you're feminist, you're anti-man. Uh, you're you're anti-anti-masculine individual who does who says down with man. No, it's just looking for equal opportunities. If a person deserves an opportunity, regardless of their gender, they should get it. They should get it. I believe in and that equality, yes, they, they although by the by gender roles we are with we have um different we are we are disposed to by our gender roles and by our genetic makeup. We are, there are certain things men can do and women can't. So I believe in equity channel for example, um, there was this thing I saw with there was this, this this fence and three people were trying to look over the fence and then they they, they showed what what inequality was, mm -hmm. which is somebody having more advantage over the other mm -hmm. one and one having more advantage over the other one. Showed equality where all of them they shared the barrels that they were standing on together. Yes. And then they now talked about equity, which is the tallest person having maybe no barrel because they can already see. Yes. The shortest person having two. Yes. Because 
that will get them to the level where they can see what is going on. And then the last one, having one because they are like medium height. That's like with channeling your resources to help people according to their according to their um, abilities, but also helping them, giving them those opportunities that they need, mm-hmm. tailor-made opportunities. So I think that women coming to the industry is very, very encouraged. Mm-hmm. There are more cinematographers now. There's a lady, a very dear friend of mine, Emma Idozi, who made a film called Kasala and has been to, God knows, I mean, how many festivals around the world in just a short time. She shot it, she edited it, she's a cinematographer, she's a producer and a director. Mm-hmm. She And this was, this was skills she learned over time. And but we're now seeing that more of the actresses also becoming yes, directors, directors and producers. Yes, so I think that it's something that we, if you have an opportunity to enable somebody, go ahead and do it. It is mostly encouraged. And women need to also come in. And, and, and the, the women in Nollywood are beginning to band together to say, you know what, we can do this. And I think that it deserves the support of everybody. Everybody who is involved, support them as much as possible. The opportunities that you think that they can do because of their if you get opportunity, I think that they deserve. Don't don't say, oh, and this is a man, that now no, give it to them. Mm-hmm. They've earned it. Yes. Give it to them. If you see somebody trying, and not just even with women anymore, anybody trying and you can help, help. I think that's the essence of why we are here in the first place. Yes. The longer and short of life is help each other. Help each other. Is her life is hard. Yes. Can we just give each other a helping hand? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, yes, we need to give each other a helping hand. Uh, yeah. Uh, that is what Charles is saying. Charles said, Tubiebi is an actor and artistic director. And we thank you for taking our time to do this with us. Thank you very But before much we go, you. we want you to, what are those fields in entertainment? Listed, I know you mentioned it, just list it for us. Just mention okay. that again. Um, for film. That young people can get it. Film now. Yes. You can learn cinematography, mm-hmm. handling a camera. Mm-hmm. And you can learn uh, makeup. It's a whole department on its own. There's makeup, there's hairstyling. There's um, even creation of, of, of um, there's even special effects makeup now, blood, all those um, prosthetics arms and all those, that, that, that's, that's, that's special yeah. effects on this one again. Then there's also the, um, of course, the welfare department, which is creating catering for mm-hmm. the cast and crew. There's also the um, lights department. There's also sound department. There's also your, of course, producing, directing, assistants directing. There are ADs now, assistant directors who pick up for the directors on times when he can't be there. Those are all things people can learn. Of course, you know the most acting is there in front of the camera, but then also to their acting coach. So these are all things that people can pick on and say, okay, I'm going to learn these things and train myself on them. At the end of the day, create value. Go for value. All right. Thank you so much, Charles. You're welcome. It was nice talking with you. <laughs> and I hope Thank you, very you much. enjoyed the discussion and you learned a thing or two. And comment. Well, we'll interact in the comment section even after this. So um, listen to us on our website, www.clickniger.net. And we are also on MixLR app, Click at ClickNiger. Follow us on our social media handles, Twitter, Instagram, and also YouTube. We are all there and we are live right now. Thank you for your time. And we hope you have a fantastic day. And do join us again tomorrow for another interesting edition of Youth Assembly. My name is Sylvia Ishibi. We'll see you tomorrow. Charles, hope you have a fantastic day. I had a fantastic day. I have a fantastic day. Thank you very much. All right. We, we hope to see more of you on screen. From your list to God's <laughs> We'll be following you, Boba, to Boba, like everywhere you go, everything you do, your works. Thank you very much. Thank you very Good much. Job. My producer has been um, Hafsat Isa and supervised by Ahian. Thank you for your time. You can drop your comments and suggestion and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ClickNiger. We're also on Twitter at ClickNiger1.